0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We got a loaded crosstalk here on DFW Sports Station. Ben and Skin in studio on this Football Friday.
2: Good morning, boys. Time! Boys, we are stoked. Uh, We've got a fun show today. Jerry Jones joins Jerry. us at 11 o'clock. And we were kind of kicking that around. One of the things we like to do before we have Jerry on, I know I like this, is to just touch base with folks and see, what do we absolutely have to ask him? Because it's a limited window, and you don't want to get done with it and have so much fun, and you're like, oh, damn, we forgot to ask him this. So what do you think is absolutely imperative that we we talk to Mr. Jones about today?
1: Jerry? <laughs> uh, it's It's kind of boring football but sometimes he'll give you some if you give a wide open question like jerry you pay attention to all the shows and the media how, how did we overreact biggest overreaction to the saints and maybe he'll talk about what really happened with the play calling or he'll talk about how jason's not to blame or callen's not to blame or Dax's not to blame and maybe he'll he'll expose something or give us some more detail by talking about how we all
3: overreact can i throw out a suggestion nope Suck it.
2: All right, coming
1: up next.
3: Joker <laughs> opens this weekend. If you had to correlate yourself to a very well-known villain, who would it be? Oh. Mm. Villain? He's yes. going to uh, say Jed Clampett. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So.
4: Okay, that's the Beverly Hillbillies, for those who don't yeah. know. <laughs> Do you think he gets Hang
1: private
2: out. screenings for whatever he wants to see? At yeah,
1: his house? I know. They, we know his theater. Well, we shouldn't put it out there. But he has a theater. In Uptown, I believe, that he goes to. Oh, so he does go out.
3: Yeah. Okay. Jerry's a big movie guy. Yeah, ask him if he prefers Jared Leto or Cesar Romero's uh, Joker better. No. Which one he
1: likes.
2: Ask him what scene in Eyes Wide Shut did he most relate to. Did, are
1: you? Are
3: any of you going to see I know which one I relate to. Joker? Not the Joker. I one. went Saturday.
4: And? I'm going to go see it Saturday. Oh, you're going Saturday. Yeah. I can't wait. We're for going it.
3: tomorrow. Me and the wife.
1: Really? That's yeah. Saturday. Troy's read you're some going Saturday too, huh? surprising reviews that aren't that high on it.
3: Yeah, the New York Times basically killed it. Deadspin killed it as well. Sports Illustrated wrote something, but didn't have time to put it out before they got fired. <laughs> um, jeez. Uh, jeez. Uh, but I'm yeah, I would actually be responsible yeah.
1: for uh, you know, people getting uh, yeah. fired. This is fish in a <laughs>
3: nutshell the world nuclear <laughs> nuclear bombs and he's the only one to survive the ash yeah that is yeah. true but i will be there with you kt for the let's fan movie it. screening i mean let's in, do isn't it isn't it
2: dangerous to work in media and then laugh at other media people getting fired aren't we all like walking the plank <laughs> we're, we're, i would be shocked <laughs> if if any of us lasted past christmas <laughs> I oh i agree I, i'd be shocked i wow, agree 100%. 100% what a scary business uh, man anything else peace uh, let's see. Um, I, don't <laughs> I do
3: want <laughs> to, your guys will not last past Christmas. What a loaded, what a loaded show. I mean, I'm,
2: I'm, my focus is on Jerry. Uh, but honestly, uh, I do, uh, later on in the show at 1220, going to get into this topic about carrying cash. Do you guys carry cash? No. I try to, but I don't have any on I me mean, now yet, yeah, but I do try to.
1: Ooh, look at Big
2: Dog. Now, he has to carry that because it's for both of us. <laughs> um, yeah, I well, have, we're out to d- I ahead. have been loaning cash to Ben uh, just for you know tips and things like
1: yeah. that for about 15
2: years. So Venmo we'll be, s- changed everything. We'll yeah. be sitting at Venmo. dinner,
1: and I'll get a Venmo message from Ben. I'm <laughs> yeah. not joking. Yeah. I'm like, why are, you, why are you texting me? We're sitting next to each other. And it's tip. like, hey. Can can you get me with the valet? Yeah. I'll hook you up. Do you have any cash? We need yeah. to do but this.
2: What you're saying is a Venmo message. I go ahead and preemptively send you the money. Now, so now you owe me money.
4: So now most valets <laughs> yeah. have a little sign. Not most. Some valets that are getting ahead of it. Have a sign up and it's got the V, the Venmo sign. Yes, and tells you exactly what to do. So you, we don't need to carry cash anymore. It's a waste yeah. of resources. Man, Although there was I a... had a
2: situation, I'm just saying I'll let you get back to that, RJ. <laughs> but I had a situation where I humiliated myself by not having cash, and I'll tell that. I bet 12. it's your
4: fault because no one should accept cash anymore. You guys sure so it's you want not get, your fault?
2: You guys you. sure you want to get rid of cash? I don't. Yeah. I, li- I, don't I don't. I like really the agree. black market personally. Yeah, I do Ooh, too. Yeah. I mean, do you guys do you guys see the story about the couple that had their entire retirement in a bank in Mexico, and it has gone? No, because it was all digital. It's all gone. Wow. There's, a, not, there's that, a... not that this paper means anything, but Dude, whatever. Like my dad, I don't know if your
3: guys' p- pops are the same way or have were the the dad move of, but what's it cost in cash? Right. Did you ever do oh, that? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my yes. God. Like you can't, a, you yeah. can't pull that move anymore. <laughs> no, you can't. No. I want brick for the front of my house. It's this one. Well, What's the cost of cash? Right. That's what he did with like, our old house. Yes. Like,
2: what does that mean? Baller moves. Like, hey, man, yeah. this is fake money. I'm going to actually hand you yeah.
3: cash. I'm now now you how much?
1: Cash. Now how much is it? <laughs> Were you tweeting last night that you would want to see Pete Carroll down the road if you're the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. Why?
4: Because he makes bad decisions a lot. What was it? I fourth mean let, let's yeah. which one I mean how, how many fingers do I have okay <laughs> so the field goal on fourth and one that's the first one that really jumps out how about this and they got so lucky because Russ is awesome I agree it's, with that by the way the field goal attempt it's third and goal and at first they were trying to run clock with
1: 4 minutes left i'm like are we sure i, was like, I think joe getting, i think joe, Tro- Buck troy was, have, joe troy was wrong. said it no troy said oh, it troy said troy it said they it.
2: were not running so, clock with 4 minutes so to go. then we're
1: talking about the pitch no, no, that's, they, that's different. I'm it, it was okay when they got that. that
2: when they got down there on first and goal, the way they were moving. Troy was like, "Yeah, they're trying to run clock right now." I was like, "No, they're not." There's, There's a four minute, two minute warning, and yeah. two times you're crazy. They, they need to score so they can get the ball back again after yes. the Rams score.
4: So it was third and goal, and then they ran it, and I was like, "What?" So we're gonna run it and set up a fourth and goal must be perfect play. And if Chris Carson drops that ball, you know, and if Russ didn't make an incredible play to escape the pocket, then they lose. They lose right there, you know? I just, you, it, this is not year one of this. This is like year five of Pete Carroll making dumbass decisions and Russell Wilson bells him out of it. And it's uh, there are other people who have done this. Rogers did it for McCarthy for years. I mean, so, but you go like, Seahawks fans are like very, very jaded. If you like follow them at all, I don't know if you guys do that. I no. do. But they're like, oh, my God, this is awful. This is awful, and Russ is saving us. Give us a hundred million dollars. <laughs> I mean, they think Seahawks fans thinks he, because they see it time in and time out. He he does. He just he gets Pete and Brian Schottenheimer, the offensive corner. He he. They're digging their own grave, and he comes. Oh, come on, guys, you're not dead yet. He pulls them
1: out. When's Sorry. your Packers pick today?
4: Uh Oh, hell. I'll do it right now. I mean, I don't care. Oh, wow. 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 He's going to do one. He's going to do one. Just kidding. (laughs) These are uh, posted at Uh. 1053thefan.com. Cowboys will win if, Cowboys will lose with, and a score prediction. (laughs) 1053thefan.com. What? Oh, you
3: shake your head. You shake
4: your head like we're not supposed to promote the website. You are giving you credit for that. 27-24, Cowboys. Oh, okay. Mm. Not
3: hitting the over. Wait, it is the over. I don't think
1: the Packers can score 24 points.
2: Isn't that crazy? I doubt with it such would, a with, with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers? But let
1: me ask you this: I'm I'm struggling with this seriously. So, Aaron is great, best, blah blah blah. But without Devonte Adams, I'm like they can't score enough. Thanks to you earlier in the week. I changed my mind that, on that. By the way, okay. I, oh! oh my oh, god! that skin called. <laughs> and then Russell, with nobody, is playing like the MVP. That's not nobody. Metcalf though. is. Metcalf a is baller. awesome. I'm just saying, like Lock throughout it. his career, Disley, holy crap, Will Disley's he a monster. 25 balls in college. My he's po- a monster. My my <laughs> my point is, he's had no name supporting casts. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin. He made into a baller. Disley better than Jimmy Graham. Right, DK Metcalf. People were talking like he was, you know, too stiff to run routes. Yep. Like my point is. Why am I not fearing Aaron without Devante like Russell with a lot of should no name?
2: Should. Can I, can Dude, he's he's arguably the greatest quarterback in the history of ever. Uh he's an absolute beast. He's in the discussion. How is he, he not in the discussion? I have no problem with what Ben's saying right now. Choppy's about to lose his mind, but I support And I will support Ben's opinion with other people's opinions. But you also
1: just said, and I agree with you overall, Choppy, you can can have your rebuttal, but you also said, I don't know if they can get to that amount of points Mm -hmm. for Sunday. Okay,
2: so look, last week uh, the mighty Tom Brady scored 12 points against the Bills. I mean, we 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 saw Dak the first half of last year and the back half of last year. There's a lot of things that go into great quarterback play. You know, this is the whole thing where people talk about overpaying the quarterback and all this stuff. It's like, who is the quarterback that goes and wins at the highest level on his own? Russell Wilson. I mean, he... But at the highest level. But at the highest level. Russell Wilson has been so good that mediocre teams get 10 wins and then lose in the divisional round every year. You're not going to go win at the highest level with just one badass quarterback and a bunch of spares. It doesn't happen.
3: Look, the reason that Russell can do this and Aaron can't is because Aaron's old. Russell's better than Aaron right now. Russell, Russell, yeah, wait, yeah. yeah, Aaron right now is not a top five NFC quarterback. What top five? Oh, I would I say he, NFC. That. I would say he is. Give me the five. But
4: NFL, I think that's an argument. Give N- us, oh, NFL, yeah.
3: that's not top ten. Give us,
4: give us
1: five in the NFC.
2: Oh,
3: hang on, let me put this oh, number up. Yeah, How do you say that? The without as but,
1: as uh, much as go. as oh, much nice
2: as as, I, as much as I love Dak, you better not put Dak ahead of him. Well, Dak is a better than, than him you're right wrong. now. This you're year, so, so he's having a better year. So, so if wait, 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 is no, 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 no. So, if it's a Sandlot game, right, and you can you can just pick the teams, oh, you're taking farf. Dak over Aaron Rodgers. No, well, are you talking about in a one game? thing? tomorrow I'm talking about for one season. One. Oh, for one, one no, season, one if you season, put Aaron Rodgers on this Cowboy team, they would be better. And even I, I believe in Dak, oh. Aaron Rodgers knows everything to do and he does. still he do does. It.
3: One game, I would still take Aaron over a lot of guys for one game. But for one, one season, season, you take No, that? one season, I probably wouldn't. Absolutely not. I would. No. I, I would mean, take look, Aaron Rodgers for these one are, season I'm just going to give you the uh, oh, yeah. NFC quarterbacks who are having a better year than him, Dak, Russ. Uh, Garoppolo, Matt Ryan. I know, uh, but let's give see. us the Where five are that you took her. Matt What are you doing? Daniel, he's having a great year. No, he's not! Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones! He James, James, Winston. James, James Winston! James Winston! You're James outside. Winston!
1: I'm like LeBron on the first cast. Carson scene.
3: Wentz is having a better year. <laughs> Listen to his uh, snap count over here. Carson
1: Wentz is having a better year. I mean, I can just keep going on and on and on. All right, we're going to finish up with <laughs> this since our show credibility has been destroyed. I mean, I'm just telling you. Roy's running open down the field because we jumped I'm just saying. Matt Ryan having a better year. Roy White getting you ready for the Cowboys offense for covering versus Green Bay on Sunday. Ben and Skin up woo, next. It's easy. Woo. Matt Run.
5: First down runs, I'ma pull all the hair out of my head. Cowboys fans, they're tired of the way that things have been. Oh, ooh. The way that things have been. Oh, ooh. Second down, Garrett, don't you tell us what you think the play should be. Moore's the one on the call. That's why you made him the O.C.O. You made him the O.C.O. Your offense was broken in all phases Kellen's first three games were amazing Calling the plays like he's a maven Pre-step in motion The offense was smoking opponents Till last week First, the Saints Seemed like Garrett got in the way Don't know what else there is to say Time for boy wonder To save the Day! Kellen Moore, you made me a believer Believer Designing Designing plays to get to open wide Receivers Receivers Just call the plays, don't let Jason Garrett take back the reins, cause the game plan for last week it was in...
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, 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 oh.
3: Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, 10 10 o'clock in in the phone. Welcome oh guys.
2: Welcome to the world famous Ben & Skin show 1053. Hey, hey. The fan I'm Ben Roger joined by Jeff Skin Wade. We've got Jonathan Shippy Shipman, Kevin KT Turner, the pride of only Texas. All hands on deck on a football Friday. Getting you ready for a fun NFL weekend. A little college football as well. Cowboys, Packers, definitely top of mind. Please make note that the best interview in all of sports, the wickedly hilarious Jerry Jones, uh, is joining us at 11 o'clock. So Jerry at 11, tell all your friends, anybody who loves Cowboys football, anybody who loves great interviews, entertaining guests, Jerry Jones, still the best in sports in my opinion, Jerry Jones at eleven o'clock today. I'm dying to get his take on National Taco Day. I know we
4: uh, asked him too about uh, football stuff. Mm-hmm. Tacos is good. I I not like to get his thoughts on the new Ranger Stadium. Okay, it kind of they're, kind of impacts him a little bit, heck right? Yeah, they're
2: right down the street from one. Another. I haven't heard anyone ask him that, so I'd like to see those. I'd, that's a great that's a great idea, there, Kevin. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. National like Taco you. Day is good. The Joker movie is good. Uh, I'm I also be curious about this. How could we get Jerry to answer this? There's a lot of talk about who the greatest quarterback of all time is, who's the greatest quarterback in the league right now. It's always something that's kicked around at sports bars and whatnot. But with the Cowboys playing Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you just heard R.J choppy, I mean it's uh, uh, that was a bizarre take. I, I, but uh, you know, is, is is who is the greatest quarterback of all time that Jerry's ever seen with his own eyeballs? Who does he think is the best quarterback? Oh, I'd love to hear that. I, yeah. I think what do you think he'd say? I think he's going to say Troy because uh, I think he's gonna personalize it. But you know what he might do? He might talk about one of his own experiences at Arkansas or something. Who knows, right? Uh he may pull a college quarterback out of the out of the, the hat there. But I wanna we'll know see. if he's
5: got uh, MJ or LeBron.
2: What'd he say, Brady? And I don't ooh, you know uh, what? I think he would say Montana over Brady. I think. I think so, too. But. Let's just see, man. Yeah, we, got we got him on the show in an hour. Should be great. Uh, there was footballing happening all over the place last night. Rams-Seahawks, very entertaining game. Seahawks beat the Rams 30-29. to Greg the Legs, Zerline, missed from 44 yards, and, and that ended up giving the Seahawks the win. Russell Wilson was incredible and uh, just a very entertaining game. One of the most entertaining games of the season. I felt so good that we had Rams plus one and a half. I mean, that worked out incredibly. Thank you so much, uh, Rams. But uh, it was a fantastic game, and I think it ties into our quarterback conversation. Do you guys agree with Sean's assessment that Russ is currently the best quarterback in the NFL? I mean, I was... uh, It's hard to say because in in different stretches, different guys look that way. Like Mm -hmm. I was watching Aaron Rodgers last week or the week before, and I was like, good God, he's still the best quarterback in the league. Like he can just do these things that are so incredibly special. And last night, if you're watching Russell Wilson, yeah, you're like, wow, how can anybody do it better? Yeah. You know, early in the season, Dak looked like the best. Mm -hmm. You know, Pat Mahomes looks great great all the Jacoby Brissett has 10 touchdowns and just two picks. I mean, it's like, I didn't realize that there's fantastic quarterbacking happening all over the league. And at different times, different guys look like the best, but I I have a hard time not bringing the whole body of work into it. And so in other words, Jacoby Brissett, yeah, he's playing good, but I don't consider him in that conversation. Aaron Rodgers may not even be playing that well, but I bring all the baggage that the good baggage that he has, the great history and the things he's done or Brady, And it looks like RJ is ready to cut off a guy's head if he starts declining in any way and starts losing anything of his fastball. I'm, I'm like, I have a hard time separating a guy from the great things he's achieved in the past. There are several ways to evaluate a quarterback and several different things to look at. And I don't think it is any stretch at all to realize Aaron Rodgers has slipped. He absolutely has. From his peak, he has slipped. Having said that, with a minute to go in the game or the half, there is no other player in football that I fear more than Aaron Rodgers. We saw it last week in that game that they lost to Philadelphia. He marched down the field after Peterson made a dumb decision with no timeouts in one minute and dropped seven on him. Yeah, He still is the best when everything is breaking down and figuring out with no time left how to make it happen. And, I, and by the way, I just want to say that guy that we watched last night, I don't think, I don't think there's anybody better – at when a play breaks down than Russell Wilson right now. I think him and Mahomes. Good. I God. mean, I think Mahomes is
4: the best quarterback
2: in the league, and I don't think it's close
4: to me personally. But right. are you, are you valuing? A work?
2: Ex- you're not valuing experience enough. I think Pat
4: can just make it all. He can make things work <laughs> for yeah. somehow they can. He can make it work, but you know whatever. It's when you have these any types of these discussions.
2: If you put like, if you put Mahomes on. The Packers would he do the same thing? Fifty touchdowns and yeah, I think so. I mean, just it's just him what? on his own. No. It's not the scheme. Well, it's not scheme the scheme might talent. matter. It's yeah, it's yeah. not the Kelsey that- and and. You know, it's not the hill. And- no,
4: that helped. The scheme's totally. Andy Reid deserves a lot of credit for that. And because don't you then think then, but- Aaron
2: Rodgers would go drop a, a deuce on everybody's head if he was rolling Kansas City? System? Oh, yeah, I mean,
4: Aaron Rodgers, the drop off of Aaron Rodgers has to do with two collarbone injuries, yeah. his knee being hurt last year, right. and he got his coach fired last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mike McCarthy. I mean, it was a bad scheme for four years, and he was tired of it. Needed to go. I mean, dude, in a game against the Cardinals last year, they lost a game on purpose to get him fired. Saw it happen. I mean, that legitimately happened. Um. So, like, yeah, I I do think all that. I mean, all that stuff comes into play. I I think Russell uh, was anyone anointing him as the best quarterback in the league after last week's game against the Saints, where they lost and the game was never close because Russell was awesome. He threw for four hundred and fifty yards. A lot of it was garbage time, but he was playing his balls off. They're two scores down and he's getting hit every play, and he's still rolling out trying to win the game. And they're down by eleven, and there's. I mean, legitimately, ten seconds left in the game. I just think he's. And I been, was like, man, look at him. He's just playing hard and balling out. Like, he's
2: been lugging that thing around for three years, literally lugging it around. Man. And his greatness gets him to ten wins, and they have no chance at the conference title game because the team's not good enough. Are they good but, enough now? But, is 40? it because he's making thirty-five mil of the pie? No, I think they. I think that their dynasty got old, and guys got hurt, and guys fell off, and now they're in the middle of rebuilding it. I in that first half last night, and I'm not talking about in every game, but I'm talking about at home. Watching that first half, Seattle at home, I thought is the best the NFC has to offer. And then there were some questionable decisions, and the Rams got right back into it, and the game was mismanaged, and Russ had to go pull it out of his butt. What about Jared Goff? Jared Goff at this point has seven touchdowns and seven interceptions.
4: Like I his, still think he's great. God, his
2: accuracy is so incredible. He I, puts that ball in places that very few people can.
4: That, that and that's where I think Mahomes. This is where I think a little higher of Mahomes. And I love Goff. You guys mm-hmm. know I I take Goff over Dak. You guys
2: know that yeah, he's know. got the most interceptions in the league. Uh,
4: with Mahomes, Kevin. you see you still see some like inexperienced plays from Goff. You never see that with Mahomes.
2: I don't know, dude. I think he's got that thing where wild crap works out for him. Uh, yes, it's the Favre thing. No, no, yes, he's got the it's Favre the, thing. It's the early well, but, Romo But, but, thing. but you, but Ross you Wilson want has him. a lot of that too. Oh
4: yeah, I mean the throw to Lockett was in. There was there was a throw he made. Uh, it was it was early in the game. It was before the Lockett touchdown. It was like one of the first plays of the game. I was like, Good lord, no one makes that throw. And it, it's just, I, I mean, the thing about the thing about Mahomes though, it's so different to me. Is like you would want him doing that wild stuff. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. okay with it. Right. Like you like you, necessarily, you necessarily don't want Goff doing that. Right. You know? I agree. Uh, but I think Goff's great. I mean, there were people on Twitter killing him last night for for one of those final drives, and I was like, man, this is not. I mean, Robert Mays had the best tweet. He goes, if you guys think Goff is a bad quarterback, this is not it. I welcome you to go watch a bad quarterback. <laughs> like, and that's a guy who's living with Trub. He's a Bears fan. He's living with Trubisky and Chase Daniel right now. May's
2: also had like, the great tweet that Russell Wilson is underpaid at thirty five million a year.
4: Yeah, I mean he's so good. He's he. He went to Mizzou. He putting it's tough with the salary cap, but it's gonna it's it's gonna affect people. Uh, I I had the Stars game on at seven, and Jim Neal's doing an interview, and they were going, "Well, there's some new things happening in the NHL CBA. Is it gonna uh, wear out the middle middle class?" And he was like, "Yeah, it might, because these kids can play now for cheap." And you're always going to sign the Stars, and the middle class may be gone. Like, it's in every sport. You know, mm. those guys have to, like, I guess it's not in baseball because there's no cap
2: in baseball. But- and the Rangers have been eating in the middle class. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of hanging out. And the Rangers have been kicking <laughs> ass there. A They're hey, flying Mike Mike Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <Give> <laughs> we'll some, take him.
4: Give us some Lance Lynn. From yeah, Chief. Lance Lynn, Mike Miner. Now, there was a play in last night's game. It was fourth <laughs> and one. And I have this stat, and I know you guys like stats, right? And yeah. I'm not, you guys know me, I'm not a full analytical guy. I like some of it. We follow used to some have, of
2: it. We used to have a drop of you saying you're an analytics guy.
4: Uh, sabermetric guy. Yeah. Uh, but that was just more of like, you know, I was trying to get a grasp on it. Still am. I am 31. A lot's changed. You're old. I am, I am old. So it's 4th and 1. The Seahawks have controlled the game for the most part. It's 14 to 6. They have the ball. They're driving. There's about two and a half minutes left in the first half. Mm-hmm. And 4th and 1, and Pete Carroll goes, let's go for the 45-yard field goal. Maybe it's a little longer than that. 45-yard field goal. Last year, teams converted 4th and 1 outside the red zone at 77%. Is that right? Okay. That's probably a small sample size, right? 4th and 1 outside the red zone? Yeah. Think about how many times the Cowboys did that last year. 7? I mean, it's it's probably a relatively small sample size, but I don't think it's like... Fewer than 100, right? I don't think it's like 10. It's probably like 50. Okay, yeah. 77%. Kickers made 23 of 33 kicks where the field goal was around 45, 46 yards. So about 60-something percent. If you would go for it on fourth and one, 77% chance of getting it. If you kick the field goal from that distance, 70% chance. Okay? So Pete Carroll effectively took the riskier option with the field goal Mm -hmm. for a lower reward because it would have been a touchdown possibly, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, it's a three points. And then it also guaranteed, instead of going for fourth and one, keep the ball, then you ensure that the Rams don't get the ball back. By right. kicking the field goal, they're getting the ball back.
2: Okay, so power rank these in your analytics brain. Mm-hmm. Going for the field goal, going for it on fourth and one, uh, pooch punting it. Go for it not... on fourth and one. Okay. My no, goal is to no, not no, give no. What them do you the have, ball. What do you have number two?
4: Field goal. Okay. Because the points, I mean, the kicker makes the kick. You're up 11. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the goal is to not give them the ball back.
2: Right, or at least not give I them. But they get a
4: touchdown first. But also not but,
2: give them the ball back with great field position and, yeah. and not that far to go. Yeah, but they were controlling but, the game. And the Rams are going to get the ball to start the second. Maybe half.
4: Aaron Donald has something to do with that, though. You know, maybe that comes into play. I think about the Cowboys running it in to fourth and one last night. It was third and two for the Seahawks, and I was thinking surely they're probably just going to do it. They're probably going to run it, but they noticed they'd kind of spread it out. I was like, interesting. Are they going to throw it? What are they doing? And they did the keeper and the option, and I didn't hate the play. It's just that the Rams did a good job of playing defense. But think about what would have happened if the Rams stuffed it, if they ran it right up the middle, then the whole world kills them. Instead, they don't get it and the whole world kills them for Russell Wilson trying to make a play. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, all this stuff is so, it's, it's so, uh, it's a good thing or it's a bad thing depending on the outcome. And that's a bad way to look at stuff. But, I think that's kind of the way we we talk about sports now,
2: you know. Well, did you got, when when Greg the Leg Zerline goes out there to win the game from forty four yards? Were you guys feeling confident in that? I thought the Rams were going to win. I did yeah, too. I thought he was going to. I saw this it. from Warren Sharp. Uh, kicker confidence problems. Oh no! Uh, yeah. Uh, he said, Kickers are four for 13 in the last two years on field goals between 40 and 60 yards in the final two minutes, if down one to two points. Wow. Oh. So 31%. He's got year by year. Um, two In in this year, they're two for three. That's uh, clutch. 67. 2018, two for 10. Uh, so it was a bad year for it last year. So when you trot out that kicker, yeah, you probably shouldn't be so so confident that for sure it's going to happen. And those are clutch stats. That's exactly what that is about. By the way, uh, Troy had a rough moment when the Rams were deciding what to do, and there's 20 seconds left. Yeah, and it was third and ten, mm-hmm. and the Rams didn't have any timeouts. And Troy was like, "I just probably hand it off to Gurley here and see what he can get you." Yeah. Like and then sprint the kick team out there with one second left. And there's and, twenty seconds left, right? Twenty seconds left, no timeout. Yeah. Yeah, but that you know what I was thinking
4: during that? I was thinking run it on second down. And then go clock it. And then clock it. Yeah. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. But I probably should have been thinking about getting more yards. But you know what? <laughs> it turns
2: out it know? doesn't matter though, because Troy had an incredible moment. Oh man. When they were <laughs> watching Cooper Cup run off the field. <laughs> And he was reminded of the time that he actually played with Cooper Cup's dad. He just didn't know it.
3: You know, Cooper Cup's dad was was my backup at one point for the Cowboys back in 1991. Craig Cup. I'd forgotten all about that. And Sam Farmer with the LA <laughs> Times. I didn't even know that Craig was Cooper's dad. He was there for I don't know maybe two cups of coffee. It wasn't very long, but Craig, I miss you, my man. Hope you're
5: well. <laughs> 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 Didn't stick around very long. Forgot, totally forgot he was my backup. Hope you're doing well. Craig
2: he was taking a lot of hits back then. At that time,
4: <laughs> one game in 1921 as a Phoenix Cardinal. No, he was, it's
2: a different guy. No, this is him. Three, 1921,
4: th- 1991. Okay, okay. one okay. game.
2: Craig, I miss you, my man. Hope
4: you well. Three of seven for 23 <laughs> yards in 1991. I guess he might have been on the Cowboys practice squad.
5: We need to have more. He must have got cut. Guess.
2: Yeah, I don't ever remember hearing that name. I, I don't, don't know if he was, like, I don't think he was the backup. Maybe he was a practice squad, like fifth on the depth chart. And then back in those days, they did keep three quarterbacks a hell of a lot more than they do now. But to Ben's point, Whoa. I do not remember him. Craig's father,
4: Jake Cup, was a guard in the NFL for the Saints and the Cowboys. That's wow. great, man. So, family tradition. Yeah, so apparently after his one 3-for-7 23-yard game with the Cardinals, the Cowboys picked him up. They saw enough in that game to
2: pick him I up. I like all the Twitter commentary of, man. Poor Craig Cup is just trying to enjoy the game, and <laughs> Troy just took a dump on him on national TV. <laughs> I mean, Hell, I I didn't even know he was a person. Hope you're doing well, my but, man. I was there for I don't know, maybe two cups of coffee. I, I remember not thinking highly of him, but his son's doing well. <laughs>
5: pretty pretty good pun there with the cups of coffee, though. Yeah. That's know, good. Two what cups, a genius.
2: right? Pretty yeah. great. All good. right, so Ben and Skin Show one oh five three, the fan. Uh, Coming up next, interesting commentary out of the Big Apple about Porzingis. And, man, is this shots fired at this NFL legend or what? We'll get into that next on The Fan. All right. Thank you, Shippy. Don't forget Dallas Cowboys football right here on The Fan on Sunday. And our pregame show is on and popping live from the Miller Lite West Plaza of AT&T Stadium. You got Ari and Chop. Starts at 1230. And they always have great guests on this, but this week, you know her, you love her. Aaron Andrews will be on as well as Wayne Larvey, uh, the Packers play by play guy who joined us on the Bin and Skin show the other day. He's always excellent. So make your plans to be listening to all of our pregame coverage beginning at 12 30 and then postgame coverage immediately following the game. Jerry Jones at 11 o'clock. We do look forward to that very much. Uh, but let's hit a couple other quick sports stories, guys. Let's start with this audio. Now this is uh, Kyle Van Noy of the Patriots, and he's on a show called uh, Zolak and Bertrand, and it's like you know Patriot Blowhard Show, uh, Sports Talk Radio up there, ninety eight point five the Sports Hub. And so, do you guys have strong feelings on Rodney Harrison, either as a player or broadcaster or both? I mean, does he strike you one way or the I other? I think he sucks, and I think he's bitter. Yeah, he 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 was definitely a dirty player. Like yeah. he was for sure a dirty player, but. He's also like and I think sometimes it has to do with the nature of talk shows and stuff, but I'm always struck by like he just completely uh minimizes other people's opinions. Like Dungeys? Like, like, dude, he he was they were talking about uh, approaches to the end of games and Harris Dungey gave his opinion and then Rodney Harrison goes, Yeah, but let me tell you from a player perspective, and I'm like, Dungey mm-hmm. played, you jerk. He's just he's just kind of a big jerk and he was a dirty player. I don't pay attention to him. Well, that's good. So on this uh, talk show, they compared Kyle and dude Rodney Harrison won Super Bowls with the Patriots. Mm-hmm, good. Plan. So they're comparing Kyle Van Noy to him. Listen to Kyle Van Noy's response.
3: You're so doing good. you're doing the Rodney Harrison uh, role on this team, yeah, now, no, which no, I give no, you credit for. Nah, uh, don't don't compare me to him, man. Why? He, I, That's I, a compliment. I don't to compare to that guy. Really? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. He, he, yeah. Is there something I'm, there? No, 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 no. I'm just. I've i nothing against him. I just don't want to be compared definitely not to him. There you go. Ooh. All right.
2: Yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay. Strong. Yes. So then Mike yes. Flor- Mike Florio, who works with Harrison, jumps in the fray and tweets at Kyle Van Noy, Hey Kyle, you should get on your knees every night and pray that you will become Ooh. half the man Rodney Harrison is.
3: No, I'm I'm good.
2: So that's little Extreme, I'd say, from Florio. You're gonna say that to the BYU guy. <laughs> I mean, so then Kyle responded, "He's doing well, dear Mike. I'm pretty <laughs> happy with the man I am, and tonight I'll pray for you instead." #Hashtag Blessed with a emoji <laughs> winking.
0: So, anyways, there's a big
2: controversy up there. Uh, so, any uh, yesterday, Kyle Van Noy tweeted this, and I want you to think about this tweet in regards to the tone of what you just heard. I play linebacker, so compare me to Brew, Rabes, Ninko, Willie Mack, or Mayo. Why compare me to a safety? Or why compare anyone to anyone? All love, nothing but respect for Rodney. Really? I don't know, Nothing but love and respect? I think he's trying to make it go away. I agree with you. The the whole thing of uh, comparisons, I heard this yesterday. Uh, I was talking to somebody who works in a front office for a baseball team. This isn't a local team. uh, And we were talking about comparisons and it kind of the, the, idea of, Hey, I'm a linebacker. Compare me to linebackers reminded me of this. And there's a GM in baseball who has a really refreshing way of looking at things, which I respect the hell out of. And I think it's something we try to do. And it's where, if you're talking about a player uh, and somebody says, I need a comp for this player. He demands that if you're going to give him a comp, mm-hmm. it has to be somebody of a different nationality. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that to be really refreshing. And it kind of gets back to the whole idea that we've we've talked about with quarterbacks you know it's like pigeonholing Pigeonholing in a yeah. guy or whatever yeah. and saying, oh, well, he's an African-American quarterback. He's a scrambler. Right. You know, you hear crap like that. That's so lazy. Right. Or you hear, you know, the it's a white guy. It's a lunch pail guy or whatever. Yeah. You know, just get creative. Right. And think about because why does this guy have to compare to this guy just because they're from the same place? Well, no, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And then I also think you can swing that pendulum too far and get uh, overly critical of things that match perfectly. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I get it. You're going to compare Cole Beasley to another little white guy. Well, you uh, know, I mean, yeah. he kind of plays that exact role. So uh,
4: I said yesterday that Jordan Love of Utah State's release r- reminded me of Kaepernick's. And right. They're both uh, the same African American. Right. So, and I'm like, well, if you watch it, though, it does look like. Now that's, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I did, this, I did this with Trey Quinn, the slot receiver for the Redskins, who went to SMU. <laughs> it was like a seventh round pick. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Cole Beasley. Gets open, can't cover him in the slot. I don't know what to
2: say. Right. There is, there is, On that one I don't know what to say. To Ben's point, there is definitely lots of lazy analysis out there. For sure, um, but sometimes things do fit. You right. know, so doesn't mean it doesn't mean <laughs> it can't make sense. Yeah, but, right. Uh, but it, like the, your point there, the context you give makes all the difference in the world. You're talking about watching their releases. I do think it's interesting
4: though that he said. That guy. And he kept saying that guy in the interview like he wouldn't say Rodney. I don't and think he I'm likes him. In the him. tweet, he said he hates him.
2: Yeah. He's, He's not- trying to make it go away now by saying oh, I nothing but love and respect. No. It's so easy to say right there on the air, why would you compare me to a safety? I'm a linebacker. But he didn't. He goes, "Uh, no, not that guy. It's easy to sit in a chair here in
4: Texas and, and, and do this just on the radio, but just while we're having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Florio getting Rodney's back is kind of the only guy I've ever seen like Rodney Harrison. Right. I know Rodney has friends. Okay, he's there's no way he'd still be doing that job if he was that unlikable. But Florio's the only guy on record that I've ever seen that likes Rodney Harrison, so... Uh, it's easy for me to say, and I'll say it because it's easy for me to say. It's
2: hard when and you I won't have face a guy any
4: repercussions for saying it. So. He was
2: a great player, but he was known as a guy that would go after your knees. Yes, like he was known for that. And that's even if he doesn't like Rodney Harrison personally. That alone, he is enough to say, "Dude, come on, don't put me. Right. I'm not a dirty player. Right. That's a bad affiliation." To I have a problem her. with
4: Florio's go after the half the man you are thing. It's I like, homie, dude. dude. First of all, like. I'm not saying every person that went to BYU is a saint. Right. But this guy, just let's maybe find out a little more about Kyle Van Noy. And I would assume that he's probably got a good little religious background there, doing the right thing. I'm assuming he's a good father. Now, that's easy for me to say again. And this new segment's called This Is Easy for Me to Say. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like for Florio to be a quarter
2: of the man Ian Rappaport is. Yeah,
4: no, yeah. I'm like, Florio, just uh, just go get stuff right. That's. (laughs)
2: See, again, it comes down eyes. to oh, the go. media war. Yeah. You and Fish always have it out for nah, other media people. I just think I think Florio's interesting. KT hates Skip Bayless. No. Uh, okay, I want to move on as we go around the sports, and uh, I want to yeah. I w- I get to uh, a, a story that involves the Mavericks and the Knicks. Uh, so R.J. Barrett, uh, the stud rookie for the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. He's asked by New York media who he would most like to dunk on. And he responded with, let's go with Porzingis. All right. So dun, dun, dun. if he could posterize anybody in the league this coming season. Now, is, and is R.J. Barrett just the, is he just a nasty dunk artist? Is that the I've, thing? Or I don't really think of him that way. Okay. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's probably about 6'8 or so, and he's got really good handles. So the idea is that he can get to the basket and transition and stuff like that. All right. So he says that's who he would most like to, to posterize. Well, Brad Townsend asked Porzingis about it yesterday. Oh. And Porzingis, uh this was his reaction. He says, quote, That's fine. I'm a shot blocker, despite what some people are saying. I'm one of the best shot blockers in the league and I'm always up for the challenge. I think that's a pretty good goal for him to try to dunk on me. That would be cool. I respect that. All right. And I did I didn't I wasn't I hadn't been thinking about this. So He's averaged two blocks over over his career, two blocks per game, which is really good, and was averaging almost two and a half blocks uh, when he uh, tore his ACL back in February of 2018. And so I was curious how, you know, we talk so much about Porzingis on offense, and he's not necessarily a great defense, uh, defender, but he is an exceptional shot blocker. So will the Mavericks try to run... Uh, you know, uh, offensive players to the rim to where Porzingis is waiting to swat him. Yeah, absolutely. And and Shippy, if you actually have a chance to do this, it may be difficult on the fly. See if you can find league leaders and block percentage in the NBA. It's a advanced dad on basketball reference. But I think he's going to be near the top of that. Uh, I keep referencing this team with the Mavericks on offense. I think you can reference them on defense as well. Now, it's a little bit different because of the types of athletes that the Milwaukee Bucks have. They have a long a lot of long-rangey athletes uh, on the perimeter. But what they try to do is try to funnel players in towards Brooke Lopez. And the, the Mavericks did a little bit of this last year in the first half of the year before things really went to poop. But they had a good shot blocker in DeAndre Jordan. And so one of the things they were trying to do with their defense is funnel guys into taking mid-range shots. Guys aren't going to go all the way to the rim because DeAndre Jordan is there so you're funneling them into lower percentage shots that maybe DeAndre can can contest a little bit but that is a way to utilize Kristaps Porzingis. Now, I might have thrown you under the bus here because Porzingis hadn't played in yeah, two years. Yeah, so
5: I've got the block percentage leaders here, and obviously Kristaps isn't on it. Yep. Uh, they do have a Maverick on there, though, at number 11. Maxi Kleba? Yep.
2: Yeah, Maxi Kleba is one of the... 4.4.
5: 4. Yeah, and the idea Miles of Miles block... Turner leads with 8.4.
2: The idea... go and Now go look at Kristaps' individual page and look what his last block percentage was when he was playing games for the Knicks. Okay. So if the top of the league is 8.8, 8, the idea is that... 8.8% of the shots taken on the floor, Turner's going to get a block on those when he's out there, mm-hmm. which is a super high percentage. And so the whole point being is that if you if you have a guy offensively, like the Bucks use Brooke, Brooke Lopez to spread the floor, well, he can't move his feet in space, so can you have your defense funnel guys into where Brooke Lopez can alter shots or guys are in that in-between land? That's what the Mavericks are going to want to do with Porzingis. That's why it's critical – for Dwight Powell to be out there with him. I think Maxi Kleba moves incredibly well in space. Mm-hmm. Uh that they those are the big guys that can te- defend better on the perimeter. And then you have Porzingis as your help side defender. Since Porzingis is so important to the offense, they probably have to be careful with him. I would imagine if he's trying to block every shot with getting in foul trouble, is that ever an issue for him? No, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he had a history of foul trouble up there. So um, the
5: last year that I can find is he had a six point four block percentage, which was the best in the NBA last year. It was so, ahead of Rudy Gobert at 6.0. and again, uh, ahead kind of Rudy of, Gobert.
2: Rudy Gobert changes everything. And again, it's not just the 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 shots that are blocked, it's how many shots you alter or how teams change their approach just knowing there's a shot blocker there. Yeah, and to your point, Ben, Rudy Gobert would have a higher block percentage if guys weren't hyper-aware of him and avoiding him right. at all costs and it's, not get their shot blocked. It's like a shutdown corner. It's yes. not going to get as many chances to get interceptions because quarterback's not even going to throw that way. Great comparison, dude. So I want to throw this out there, but why it's so smart for R.J. Barrett to do this, Porzingis is hated in New York. Like, he's hated. So if you're yeah. a rookie— and you want to get everybody on your side, why don't you go in there and tell everybody, I can't wait to go dunk on the guy that all of you guys hate. That's a great strategy. And then, uh, so we have a buddy that works in, uh, he's turned himself into a media figure. He's one of the new young guys that, you know, do their own YouTube channels, and he works his ass off, uh, Chris Henderson. He's a fr- uh, He's also does a lot of stuff with our buddy BMO, but yeah. he's got good connections, and he is the guy that had the Kevin Durant interview. Yeah, that was so good. That ended up on ESPN, so he's also, like, dude, he's, he's a great dude, but he had he had one of my favorite hip-hop producers on the other day, Ninth Wonder. Uh, and then he also had Dennis Smith Jr., because he formed a nice little bond with Dennis when Dennis was here. And Dennis said his goal this year in New York is to make R.J. Barrett the Rookie of the Year, which that's a really good goal, right? Uh, Barrett was the number one player in the nation coming out of high school until Zion eclipsed it with all the Zion hype. So Barrett's supposed to be a top notch guy. When I watched him play at Duke, I mean He's the guy you were skeptical of, right? I was skeptical of his greatness. I thought, I thought, you know what? He's kind of a Jim Jackson type, but hey, uh a little bit big. A little bit big. I know, dude. Jimmy Jackson was great until he got hurt. Um, but uh but we'll see what happens in New York. But he was the number one high school player in the nation for several years, regarded as that guy. So and I'd say nation, he's Canadian, but in that class uh before we get out of here for around the sports did you guys watch any of the stars game i watched a little bit of it but by the time i flipped over it was the score all the scoring had already happened Mm -hmm. so i found out the
4: puck drop uh i've tuned in early to see the puck drop because they were like there was a big tweet like who's gonna do it and it was the president george bush
2: that was cool uh remind me Uh, of w bush our interview with him yes (laughs) no now now So uh-huh. our, so our uh-huh. buddy uh Josh Babb, uh r- local restaurateur. We've done shows from his spots. He's got that really cool place downtown Misume. He was up in a, a nice suite for the game. And some people came in that looked like security and they're like, uh, you need to they turned to Bab and they go, You need to get out of here. Like get out of the suite. You need, to get, they, you need to get out of the suite. The president is coming. But it was his suite? He was with s- some other people. It was like some I think people oh, that work for the stars. Okay. And so he was like no 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 I'm I know that he thought they were talking about Jim lights he goes
1: <laughs> he
2: goes he goes no I don't need to leave I I know the president it's okay and they're like I don't think you understand you need to get <laughs> let me they take their sunglasses off you need to get out of here and then he realized George Bush was coming into the sweep yeah. yeah so, so he, he
5: sat with the uh, owner of the stars Tom Gallardi, and Brendan Morrow they showed him on the broadcast uh, last night he so
2: he was in Gallardy right. sweep our yeah. buddy wow. Bab was in Gallardi's. sweep yeah you came to a game, huh?
1: <laughs> okay. All right, good stuff. <laughs> Sir,
2: coming up next, uh, the Jason no Garrett Press Having Conference, fun. then Jerry Jones, all coming your way on a football Friday on the Ben and Skin <laughs> Show. And as we always say, if you can't listen on a radio, please stream with the radio.com app. It's absolutely free. Take it to work so you never have to miss a minute of the Ben and Skin Show. Coming up next, the Jason Garrett Press Conference, then Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,